0: You are listening to The Wheel Nerds with Chuck and Todd. Hi,
1: welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 66. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And. and... What are you doing?
0: Why don't my hands smell funny? Get out. God damn it. <laughs> I, uh, you know, engines, mm, yeah. mechanically inclined. And I had 20W50 all over it when I overfilled the Ural's oil the other day. <laughs> I ran the dipstick and it was like, oh, you're double full. I'm like, that's probably not good. <laughs> Double full? <laughs> well, I'm used to having, you put two in the front and one in the back is how it works. So you... Uh, what? No, really. That's the Ural oil thing. Two liters in the front and one liter in the back. It's got two yeah it's got two things, two oil. Th- this tanks? is normal for uh, for these engines okay for the, so you've got for your the... yeah, so you've got your actual like um, drive part, okay that usually the oil comes out looking just fine, it doesn't really eat it up, and you've got the main engine part where the oil comes out looking like mayonnaise and dirt. okay yeah, so it's got two distinct places, plus the final drive oil, which is in the back. okay yeah, and that's because the engine, rather than having the crank underneath the engine, it's behind it. Okay, so you see the problem.
1: Yeah, okay. anyways, oil. So you put two in the front and one two, in the back?
0: Yes, two in the front, one in the back. Listeners yeah. who don't get this are like, why are, they, why are they saying that again?
1: I don't know. Why are we saying that again? No reason at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I put too much in because I bought the big jug of oil because it was on sale. And I used my great big thing and I'm like, la, 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 oil going in. Oil. Wait a second. I just thought of something. Maybe I shouldn't do this. <laughs> With the big jug? <laughs> With the big jug. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> So six quarts of oil later in a three quart bike, it wasn't quite that bad, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> Not one of my finer moments. So did you just drain it back out? Uh, I drained some of it back out. Let me tell you, trying to trying to put the plug back in real fast with well, oil draining out. Yeah, that's uh, there's... wait help! Oh, God, oh, why would it go in? It's crashed again. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> so you you had a, a week with James. Yes, yes, I had a week with James from the Pace. It was yeah. uh, it was like the Pace and Wheel Nerds together, kind of.
1: Yeah, I was supposed to meet up with Chris in Vegas, but yeah. it, it didn't quite work out. It turns out there was too many hookers and blow to do oh, for okay. both of us to meet. Oh, so you to had to meet. kind of like
0: split up the town?
1: Yeah, we, just, we couldn't get it together. Mm-hmm. Because he had driven across country and was passing out. and
0: Well, sure. I mean, he was coming from the east for hookers and blow, and you were coming from the west for hookers, for hookers and, and, and blow. And by yeah. the time you've had enough hookers and blow, you're not even at the middle yet.
1: Yeah, we, we weren't even in the same time zone. So. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, that didn't work out. That's too bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been kind of cool if we could have done a, a little
1: show. Well, we did one for you. You lazy shits. Yeah. That was, that was real nice of you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We got, there was a tweet saying you know, like me and Chris should do a show. Now give you guys a week off, but I'm like, fuck that <laughs> <laughs> Work,
0: monkey work. Uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. Cause you, you could tell in the show there were, our version is slightly more edited than the paces because I can't stand the awkward pauses and the pace thrives they, on them. The, they roll, roll with it. They just, they go with it. Yes. They just, they're like, yeah, Whatever, <laughs> and you're like, no,
1: no, it must be perfect, <laughs> perfection. That's why our shows take a week to edit, and theirs take an hour. Yep, <laughs> pretty much,
0: pretty much. Ugh. I suffer for my art. I'm sorry about that. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, oh, God! art, art. <laughs> my chest hurts. So we got a we got a pretty entertaining email from Sean. He writes, after sending you guys the plywood cruiser story, I don't think I've witnessed anything that odd ever again. I took Nemesis, the motorcycle's worst enemy, my minivan, to take our kids to soccer. As I put the kid in the back, this guy, and he sends us a picture of a bike, which is surrounded by a cardboard box, rolls past. I did a triple take because I couldn't believe it. Luckily, I caught up to him in a red light and snapped this picture. Yes, he is wearing a cardboard box. First a plywood cruiser close to home, and now this discount bicycle faring in my own neighborhood. I know bicycles aren't really on your radar, but maybe Touratech could spill into a new market. KLR guys would be there. KLR guys are already here, man. <laughs> they've been using they've been using this stuff and duct tape to fix up their fairings for years. It
1: looks like there's a dog's head
0: coming out of the box. It kinda does. Maybe it's like a boxo dog that he's zoom? got back there.
1: <laughs> but the bottom's folded
0: Yeah, out. that doesn't make any sense. Why's oh, the bottom over? You know what
1: that is? That's his day pack.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. He's got a backpack and he's surrounded by a box. <laughs> So many questions. <laughs> I hope it makes him faster. I really do. It's a, there's a big red R on the side. <laughs> yes. Well, it's type R adds three horsepower now. Oh, man. Well, that's... Um, yeah. That's a thing. Come and come and get it. <laughs> KLR guys, take note. Cardboard fairings. Someone right now, some listener is going... Dude! He's already
1: run out to the garage. <laughs> He's
0: going through. He's like, I got to have a box out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> get it! <But> move!
1: <laughs> Grabbing it from the kid.
0: That's my fort. No, it's not. Not anymore. It's Dad's bike.
1: <laughs> there was a... You know, I did the ride to San Diego mm-hmm. in back. Yeah, yeah. On the Versus. Yep. Hookers and Blow. Hookers and Blow. The Hookers and Blow Tour of 2012. Will
0: hookers get on the back of a Versus?
1: Hookers will get on the back of anything if you pay them enough. Oh, right. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> Turns out there was a bit of a, a ticky curse.
0: Tiki, cur- oh no! There, there's there was there were jungle drums. Oh no! What happened to the verses? What did you do, Chuck? Nothing. Well, the verses does kind of smell burning oil mm-hmm. when I get off it after okay. a, a long day. Is there oil coming out of it from somewhere?
1: No. Hmm. I've seen no oil come out of it, mm-hmm. and it's uh, kind of toward the rear. Hmm. Um, then there's probably oil coming out of it back there. Back there somewhere, but not enough to like spill on the
0: ground. So, yeah, I mean, it could be from, if you're like me and you're an idiot and you uh, over-tighten your drain plug, could be that. Probably isn't that.
1: No, no, service was done, first service was done at the dealer and they did the oil change. Mm. And that's when it did did start smelling of oil after that. Okay,
0: so then probably something is loose. Uh, I would check your head gasket and see if that's leaking. That's a possibility. It's a bad one. You don't want that to go for very long. Uh, it could be from the filter, wherever the hell that is on the verses. Okay. Probably in the front somewhere, and that's usually where they stick it. Yeah, in. yeah. And it could be the countershaft seal, but that seems unlikely only because the bike is brand new. Right. Yeah. That was where the Strom started really puking oil, and I roll up, and people are like, you know, you're dribbling oil. I'm like, yeah, it does that. They're like, no, you're really leaking oil, <laughs> like a lot of oil. And then I'd take off in a cloud of smoke and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah, it's not that bad. OK. All right. It, it's uh, – yeah. And it's yeah, –
0: I've got to be riding for a while before. I would check around your heads and stuff. OK. Because, um, I mean, you're oozing it. It means you're oozing it from somewhere when it's getting hot. So, yeah. you know, who knows? It could just be something's not torqued enough or whatever. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, But anyways, the Versus is fine. Oh, good. Uh, While I was riding down, I got to uh, Parowan, pulled Mm -hmm. over for gas, Mm -hmm. and a Ninja 250 pulls up next to me. Nice. Fills up with gas, and we start talking. Mm -hmm. And he's heading to Anaheim, Mm -hmm. spending the night in Vegas, just like me. Okay. And he ends up following me. Okay. We ride along, and we get to Mesquite. We fill up there again. We just chat. You know, nice guy named Nathan. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, he's listening. Hi, Nathan. Hi. This won't embarrass you too much. Much. (laughs) I'm fiddling around with my gear, drinking a soda. He gets on the 250 and he takes off ahead of me, mm-hmm. you know, just because we were just kind of casually riding yeah, yeah. together, you know. So I get on, you know, maybe about 10 minutes later and start cruising along. And I get to Moapa where I, I blew the tire on the M50. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, wouldn't it be really weird if I saw, hey, who's that pulled over on the side of road <laughs> oh, exactly <no. laughs> where I had broken down? Oh, yeah.
0: So clearly there's somebody spreading tire breaky <laughs> stuff there.
1: Well, no, no. It's, he didn't lose a tire. I pulled over. I go back up the shoulder to where the bike is. He's gone. Bike's there by itself. I get off. Engine's ticking. I kick both tires and they're fine. I'm like, well, this is weird. and Well, Moapa gas station's a quarter mile that way. Maybe he just walked across the freeway and went down. It's getting dark. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I jump back on the Versus. I go down to the gas station. He's not there. I'm like, wow, this is really odd. I go back up. Bike's still there. It's dark now. No one around. Car's just going by. And I'm like, well, there's only one direction he could have gone. So I start going, heading up into traffic, walking. And after about uh, 100 feet, I run into him. And he's like, hi, look at my new chain. <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, your brand new chain he put on that morning. Ah. And then he's like, I'm like, what happened? He's like, I, I don't know, the prongs go out on the.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> chain strikes again
1: oh so he had a cliff link chain he's like the prongs go out on it right
0: yes i'm like, I'm like uh, <laughs> the prongs go back <laughs> dude
2: back back
0: so yeah so yeah he had a cliff link chain and so the clip link you you slide the clip on like along the length of the chain. Okay. If you slide it on the wrong way, the motion of the chain will tend to pull the clip off. Oh, okay. Hilarity will ensue. If you slide it on the right way, then the motion will tend to keep it on. Ah, on. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. I'd only done the rivet chain, so I, I yeah. was just well, like, Yeah, well, the rivets, prongs, but <laughs> rivet chain is hugely safer. It's like you, you save yourself 30 minutes by doing a clip link, and you have extra risk. Uh-huh. plenty of people swear by them and I can see why they're nice because you can take them off if you want to clean them rather than clean them on the bike. But frankly, mm-hmm. how hard is it to kick the tire repeatedly and, you know, rub the rag up and down? Right, right.
1: So, yeah, we were standing by the side of the road.
0: <laughs> so did he Did he find – the? I mean the clip was probably gone, never to be seen again. Yeah. Oh, man. I guess he was really fortunate too because it just – Came right, he's like, ka-dunk, and it was gone. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> unusual. A lot of the time when a chain breaks, it'll either wrap itself around the front sprocket, in which case it'll usually whip your leg and break it because it's a big heavy metal chain. And yeah. sometimes the steel chain will go through your nice aluminum case. Uh, and if it's wrapped around the front sprocket, it will usually bend or mess up your crankshaft. Yeah. In other scarier cases, sometimes it'll wrap itself around the rear wheel and foul it and cause the rear wheel to stop turning. Ooh, yeah, that would be a fun. Which could be exciting song. at highway speed. <laughs> yeah. No, it looked like for him it just flew right off. Yeah, so he lucked out. That's uh, that's that's good. But e- even bad. luckier for him, his family
1: was in a car not too far behind him. Oh, good. So uh, so he
0: went into town and he bought a new clip link, pretty much. Well, <laughs> or possibly a rivet link and a chain tool. It was already pretty late, mm-hmm.
1: so we he pushed the bike and I turned the lights on. You know, the light up his way mm-hmm. had the hazard lights going a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we just pushed it to the gas station, mm-hmm. and he left it there. And his family drove him into town.
0: <laughs> well, it's not like anyone's going to steal it. I'm stealing this bike. I'm going for a ride. Bah! <laughs> Huh?
1: Yeah. So I'm hope I, I didn't see the bike again. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm assuming he made it out okay the next day.
0: I got I got to figure all he all he really needs is a new master link. Yeah. And he'll be okay, although perhaps a rivet one would be smart.
1: (laughs) And seriously, he literally was broken down the exact same spot I was. Spooky. Yeah. That spot is cursed. Right.
0: It's the spot. The tiki spot. It's totally the spot. Did you leave a little offering or something? No. (laughs) You're fucked next time you go through (laughs) there. You're done. (laughs) Well, it's it's totally the spot and not me, right? Yeah. it's It's not at all your presence that causes horrible things to happen. No, it's the spot. Mm-hmm. Spot, mm-hmm. spot. <laughs> so voting's coming soon. Oh yeah, right. You gonna you gonna ride to vote? Make a point. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess. I, I've got this What's thing. What's the point? Well, the point is, you know, look at me. I'm riding. Motorcyclists vote too, assholes trying to run me over. At least that's what I like to think. Mostly, I think people are like, doo, 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 doo. but yeah, I've uh, it started. It started the first year I was voting here in Utah. And actually, the first time I'd registered to vote, I had uh, Purple Rain, yeah. and I uh, I was moving it from my mother's old garage because she was moving into a storage unit. And on the way, I was going to stop and vote. Okay, so uh, I went, and it was icy and snowy out because this was Park City in November. And you're on a motorcycle. And I was on a motorcycle, <laughs> so I uh, <laughs> rode it. Through ice and snow yeah. to vote and then rode it through ice and snow to the storage unit okay. while using my feet like outriggers sometimes. It yeah. yeah. uh, was not the smartest move of my life. I can, I'm, I can relate. I've been there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I did that. And the next year I was like, I, sh- I should ride my motorcycle to vote this year again, too. And so it's just something I've done every single year since I started riding motorcycles. What year did you start doing
1: donuts in the grass lawn outside the voting place?
0: Uh, That was two years ago when I had the Ural first. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you voting for? Who cares? I hadn't thought about it. Hmm. But okay, I'll ride to vote. But yeah, I I encourage all of our listeners who have motorcycles to ride ride them to vote, you know. People who are there voting are at least a little aware of what's going on, you hope. Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) But, you know, what the hell. Right. Show your colors, as it were. Classifieds. Classifieds. Uh,
1: Let's see what we got first. We've got uh, a 1983 Gixer. No title. Not stolen. $800. Has key in it. Older. Don't
0: know history. I can give you a receipt. And, oh, God. And I don't know the history either, but I guarantee you it's bad. <laughs> uh, you notice he doesn't say runs. No, he doesn't say runs. You notice also that uh, there appears to be a fat guy holding it up. <laughs> I'm gonna. Say, yeah, it probably doesn't
1: have a kickstand.
0: Well, let's take a look. No, it oh, does, no, have, it kick does have a kickstand. Yep, it's, is that uh, moss? That appears to be moss. There's moss growing there on this. There is moss growing on the bike. Oh, that's why he's holding it up. The kickstand uh, won't keep it up. No. Wow. Actual moss on a bike. That looks kind of cool. Don't know the history. I was going to say that the moss looks kind of awesome. Is that the <laughs> bra on a tank? I think it's the tank bra. Oh, you I know mean, what it is? It's the tank bra's leather. Oh, so it gets all wet and the moss can grow, grow on it. Okay. Wait, but it's a Chia bike. There's moss growing on the
1: plastics too.
0: That, that's that. No, it's look, it's a, it's a leather cover. Oh, it's the leather. Okay. Yeah, it's a leather cover over that too. Okay. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So look 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 into this. Listeners, if you want your bike to be green and verdant. Uh, yeah, you can have Chia bike. <laughs> New from Honda. New from Suzuki. Ch-ch-ch-chia. Chia Gixer. Adds three horsepower. <laughs> All the billies have one. Through the magic of chlorophyll, you can gain power for your bike from the sun. Wow. Yep. This... That is incredible rat bag. Wow. This this you know what this is? The guy bought a house. And there's a shed he never went into in like a year and a half after he bought the place. He actually started cleaning the fucking shed out. And this bastard was in the back of it. This was not in
1: the shed. This was behind the shed, maybe under a tarp.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, this is – Right next to the body. I think this is probably not stolen because A, who in the world would steal this? B, this totally looks like an I found this somewhere I didn't look before.
1: Someone stole this bike 20 years ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally Oh my god And it's a shame because this would be a really cool bike This is this is the 1983, so this would have been This is Purple Rain's Sporty Brother Okay uh, This is the dawn of the, you know, the kind of the predecessor of the Gixxer And just, you know, it's a great bike You can bore it out and make it bigger and faster and shit But, man You're doing
1: a lot of shit to this bike
0: You are doing a lot of shit to that one Holy crap Wow, so yeah, Moss Okay, next up next up is the 1983 yamaha xs 650 bobber custom number 23 cafe racer what's up cowboys enough with the nonsense i really would like to sell this motorcycle i could use the money hungry wife and kids mortgage and my dog just ran away (laughs) bye bye miss american pie i was looking at the title the other day and i realized it was an 83 not an 81 that means this bike is two years newer than last time i posted this ad am i going to raise the price now that it's newer no i'm not that kind of guy I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to lower the price by a dollar, maybe 20. No, son, this will make you holla. I'm lowering the price by another $500. And uh, there's no picture of the bike. No, but there is a picture
1: of two. Wait, there's more. Okay, there's more. There's there's more. These are the two guys from the TV show Supernatural screaming at each other in shock. Ah. We've got more details on the bike. Mm -hmm. Passenger pegs. Yes, you can fit two people on it. Has electric start if you're a woman. Seat blacksmith from Random Metal with
0: Legendary Hammer. <laughs> seat professionally wrapped and stitched. Passenger said she loved it. Painted tank comes with new set of decals if you don't want to rock my artwork. <laughs> Fancy
1: pants, foam, and chrome grips.
0: Uh Oh, but wait. Did you really think I would repost
1: the same ad without giving you even more? Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. Not by Texas Mile. I realized the bike wasn't sold yet because it needed one more modification before it could become the baddest bike in the sandbox. Then I saw it.
0: The bike looked like a train. And uh, so I blacked out the entire front end because that's what you do when you want something to look intimidating. You're welcome. So we have a picture. Of, yes, of Christopher Walken w- riding Thomas the Tank Engine, the motorcycle with a train behind him. That's not weird. On train tracks, mm-hmm.
1: crudely drawn in, and there's smoke. And mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure those aren't Christopher Walken's biceps.
0: I think you're probably right. <laughs> Oh, hey, here's a picture of the bike. He blacked out the headlight, and, you know, it does look sort of cool. Oh, yeah. Fairness. Remember how I told you I was going to take some pics riding in leaves? Well, yeah, I don't have patience for that. (laughs) So instead, I took pics in the rain. You can't even really tell it was raining, but it was. (laughs) Call text, here are pictures. If you have cash and are lazy, I can bring the bike to you. Baby. (laughs) And here's him jumping over his bike. picture of him jumping over the bike. Now, it's a fairly nice bobber. What's it say on the tank? Uh, hi, something. I think that's Cyrillic.
1: High no ton. Mm.
0: And here's Nicolas Cage jumping over the bike. Yes. Well, okay. And there's uh Yep. There's lots of pictures of him posing with this bike. I think you may be buying this bike from a hipster. You've been warned. I
1: didn't even know Kim Jong was ill.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know.
1: How much does he want for this bike? He two wants grand. two
0: grand for, for a XX3 6050 bobber. He's really uh, he's got he's got high hopes for this, and it's a nice bobber. But I don't think people buy pre-made bobbers. The hipsters would. Yeah, I guess, especially with these strange goofy and the Russian writing on it. Yeah, a hipster would buy it. And here's a hipster jumping over it. And here it is by a log pile in sepia tone pictures for that maximum hipster effect.
1: A crudely drawn 23. Mm-hmm. A hipster would totally buy this bike
0: Yeah Yeah, could be Why does he keep jumping over it? I think because he's weird and he's trying to take like neat pictures Yeah You know, he's doing, he's doing the, you know, and you notice the pictures are all sepia-toned Yeah Like Instagram-y Yeah You know, anyway, I put this on Facebook, now you can see my artistic side And now I have this crazy Craigslist ad because I crave attention I dig the bike though the bike's pretty cool. Yeah, he did a good job on it. I wouldn't pay two grand for it. Good job on it. <laughs> nice little bobber. Next up, uh, this is not a bike. Nope, this is a '99 Jeep Cherokee. Ch- Cherokee, Cherokee, Cherokee. Yeah, I didn't, mm, hey, it's only three hundred bucks. Yeah, okay. It's a 1999 Jeep straight six for sale. Vehicle runs and drives. Side swiped. Cosmetic damage only. No back brakes. And most <sighs> lights burn it out. Perfect for parts or wood runner four wheel drive motor only has 99 thousand miles have tires and rims
1: not in the picture
0: not in the picture of the car <laughs> there's a body in that car there is a body and I think there's a front wheel there is no sign of a back wheel and the mirror's hanging off and the mirror's hanging what's off what's that on top of it uh it could be a bear <laughs> hard to say i'm going to say there's
1: no tire on either one of those uh, back wheels I like the fact that the whole back of it is full of shit too Wow.
0: You can buy this body full of shit. This was dragged out of a lake. No, no. I think this is like any number of cars that are no longer on their wheels in Wisconsin yards. <laughs> have you ever been to the north, Chuck? <laughs> oh, They like them some cars on cement blocks, let me tell you. Oh, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> yes,
0: you too can have it.
1: The the guy that sent this to us was threatening to go look at it in person. I told him not to because – Don't go. You'll die. No one will ever see him again. mm mm-hmm. uh, What we got next? An O2 Yamaha R6. 2,000 bucks. O2 R6 just rebuilt carbs and stirring. Neck new brake pads. Has a little over 7,000 miles. I had lost a ti- tittle. Mm-hmm. I had lost a tittle. But it's tittle. Easy. It's easy to get a new one. Tittles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't respond to text. And uh, wow. Hmm.
0: He's tiny. Yes, appears to have posed a kid on it. You notice the tank is a different color from the rest of the bike? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have a title. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't have a fairing. Mm-hmm. No, that appears to be the fairing on the chair over there. Yeah. So this bike, I don't know. I, I, uh, I'm a little suspicious. What do you think it could be? Well, I... I th- it blue, Except for the <laughs> tank, which is red because it's from another bike. <laughs> Not stolen. Not stolen and it blew wow. It's got all, all the hallmarks Oh, and here's another one for hipsters mm. Mustache Go, for sale Goes nicely with the bobber Yeah,
1: mustache for sale,
0: $150 It's a mustache for sale, dark brown, homegrown Been growing <laughs> for over a year now Three inches long I, I, you know, what? Actually, let me try this again, I gotta use the mustache voice Okay. Mm-hmm. Mustache for sale, dark brown Homegrown, been growing for over a year now Three inches long at longest section, removing for personal reasons. The CIA keeps investigating me for espionage, and girls keep throwing themselves at me. The latter is really annoying my girlfriend. Style is halfway between Magnum P.I. and Rolly Fingers, similar to Yukon Cornelius. Serious inquiries only. 50 state legal as is. Underage sale prohibited. $150, no test drives. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, I don't know where to start with that one.
1: Strange. Could I could I rock that
0: mustache? I don't think you could rock that mustache. Oh. I think you need one of those handlebar jobs. A handlebar job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said.
1: Ah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, okay. Well, that was uh, that was
0: a surreal trip through the underbelly of the internet. Yeah. I mean, they're sending us ads now for other things. Yes. All sorts of crazy ads. On which note, actually. There's this weird ad I keep seeing for these motorcycle schools. And to me, they always look like those Sally Struthers things that came on late at night when you're watching, you know, like the honeymoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to make more money? Sure. We all do. I want to work from home. TV VCR repair. Child daycare. Locksmithing. Locksmithing, which is not for stealing things.
1: (laughs) No, they're for unlocking side cases on motorcycles after the owners have lost the keys.
0: And stealing their underwear. (laughs) I miss those underoos. <laughs> the Scooby Doo's were pretty cool. Anyways, though, one of our listeners, it turns out, is going to one of these schools, and it turns out they're not entirely just sketchball.
1: We're, we've got uh, a listener on this time. It's Ooh. Zach, and this is like the most awesome last name, swearing ever. Swearing and swearing gin. swearing Jin, so swearing, swearing,
2: swearing, swearing Yeah should yes. have a j yeah should have a j but it has a g so that's how it is swearing gin. that's awesome it has swearing in it
0: uh, mr <laughs> swearing to the to the front i'm fucking here there's a saturday night live sketch here somewhere yeah, Zach exactly that's every day for me <laughs> mr S- swearing <laughs> and you
1: are a student at the motorcycle mechanic institute
2: yep you got it
1: all right so well Tell us a little bit about who you are first. Who is Zach Swearingen besides
2: someone with a very foul mouth? Zach Swearingen is a guy who has no money and a love for motorcycles, which, as you're aware, may they usually go hand in hand.
0: Todd, this is your people's kindred spirit.
2: <laughs> yes. So once upon a time, I met a guy who had a lot of dirt bikes. And up to this point, motorcycles were Harley. See, I've always been from Florida. So motorcycles equals Harley Davidson over here.
1: Well, there's only that one straight road. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, there is Daytona, and there is Harley-Davidson. <laughs> so I met a guy, and he had dirt bikes, and he let me ride one of them, and I crashed it. But I fell in love with him.
0: <laughs> Why does everyone's story start that way? And then I crashed it, and then I went through a doghouse, and then I drowned almost <laughs> by flying off a dock and so on.
1: I'm more concerned about the stories to start with. I met a guy, and he had a van, and there were no
0: windows in it, <laughs> but it was full of motorcycles. <laughs> and he had yeah, candy. It was... Allegedly, it was full of motorcycles.
1: <laughs> Does this rag smell like chloroform? You crash chloroform.
0: the dirt bike, and you're like, I must have one of these of my own that I can crash.
2: Yeah. So not only uh, normal people would just go and buy whatever they could find on Craigslist, but not me. I wanted a first-generation Honda CR125 with the aluminum frame. <laughs> How old were you? Maybe 16.
1: Okay, okay. Sixteen, so seventeen, right in there. 16-year-old Zach looking for a Honda. Mm.
2: Yep, exactly. So I wanted this particular Honda, which is known for its amazing frame and horrible engine. But I didn't know that. I didn't know a lot of things, as you'll find out here. So I finally, <laughs> after three months of searching on Craigslist, found a guy four hours away who had it. So I drove straight there, bought it from him with no paperwork, and drove straight home. Not stolen. Even, <laughs> Yes, not stolen. But here in Florida, you don't have to have a title for anything off-road. So I didn't okay. really care.
0: Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I went and you're a 16-year-old kid,
1: so what do you care?
2: Yeah, as if I could even do it anyways. So I take it home. I start it up, and it runs. But it doesn't hit the power band. It doesn't do anything else a two-stroke should. And that's because he had taken it on the street and ridden the balls off of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> New rings in a cylinder hone later.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I saved up more money, so I'm about a grand into it now in this crappy dirt bike. I go ahead and run it for two hours. I haven't even gone a full tank through it, and as you know they are tiny little tanks. It blows up, eats a ring. <laughs> so that was that was maybe two thousand nine or so that it ate the ring. And it's still in a box right now in the back of my truck. Look for Zach's ad on Craigslist. It's a conversation. If you you ever see username Swearingen or the like selling dirt bike parts, do not buy. Box of parts comes with bike. Yeah. Frame with many things. (laughs) Bike gently loved.
1: (laughs) So And this guy was four hours away, so you, you couldn't just roll back real easy.
2: Yeah. It's that, <laughs> it's, it's that whole fallacy of, well, I, by the time I get there, I've already convinced myself that it is perfect. <laughs> oh, yes. It's got to be. So <laughs> I meet this guy in the middle of Jacksonville at some rinky-dink storage unit, and he opens it up, and there's a bunch of other not-stolen things. <laughs> and I was like, okay, load it up. And I only had one tie down. So I just leaned. So I just leaned it over in the back of my truck and tied it to something. <laughs> this, this bike so just.
0: I, this is just great ideas piling upon great ideas. Now,
2: are, yeah, were you already mechanically is, inclined when you got this bike? I knew through this friend who I got into dirt bikes from. He is even more poor than I am. So he has never bought an OEM part in his life. He's got a lot of duct tape. He's a beer can yes, guy. A lot of he is the zip tie king.
1: <laughs> oh god you guys and you had this bike and it exploded yeah.
2: so it exploded there's there's its own set of stories but as you can tell i got off to a great start yeah the motorcycle <laughs> so, so did so, this lead
0: to a bike that didn't suck and then you started going to
2: school or
0: <laughs> you just uh, immediately I, no. went to school the next day <laughs> he's like i need to fix this bike i think i'm gonna go to school
2: <laughs> yeah i i learned a lot of things about um motorcycles from that the main thing is that I was really good at working on them, given that I went from knowing nothing to being able to rebuild the top end in about a month. So I was like, hey, I'm pretty good at this. I'm going to look into, well, at the time I didn't really think about mechanic in school until my dad mentioned it to me. He's just like, you're always working on that dirt bike. Why don't you just go to mechanic in school? And it was at that moment that a light bulb went off in my head like, People do that? Someone would pay to have their motorcycle fixed? You you know they're paying not to have them explode, right? Yeah. yeah. See, because in my mind, everyone was like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, you know,
1: bang, bang, bang. Now, wait a minute. Back up a second here. You said you were always working on this bike, and you got pretty good working on it.
0: But it's still in the pile of parts in the back of the truck.
2: Yeah. What, yeah. Well, what's going on there? Well... When it ate that ring, it didn't just uh I need a new I need a new connecting rod, piston, new set of rings, new cylinder head, and new cylinder. You know, there's there's so, a shorter you know, way to say that. So anyways, uh the transmission's great.
0: <laughs>
2: there's just nothing to make it go round and round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need some bicycle pedals is what I need. <laughs>
1: So has this bike ever rolled again under its own power? Nope.
0: But <laughs> you got a lot of practice working what, on what it. What shop are you planning to work at so I can <laughs> never go there?
2: Yeah. My current plan with that motor is to just ditch it and run. Because I, now that I know what we're wrong, I don't want to look at it. I haven't looked at it in months.
1: <laughs> has Have any of your uh, your co-students at MMI seen
2: it? A couple of them have seen it. All, all of them had the same reaction of, oh, you can do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so you're thinking, hey, this is, this is a, a, a potential livelihood. I want to go to school.
2: Yeah. So there what, are two, what led you there, to, to MMI? Yeah, there are two options when it comes to motorcycle technical schools. There's WyoTech and MMI. And at first I was leaning towards going to WyoTech simply because I had heard of them before. Are they the one that but, always has the
0: uh, the ads on Facebook and everything of, Learn about um, motorcycles. I think it, that's MMI. Is that, it?
2: That has that's, the ads in the magazines. Oh, okay. It used to be both of them, except for now I'm glad I went to MMI because WyoTech is for sale because they're going bankrupt. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> if you guys want your own technical institute, now's the time. Bargains. Bargains, yeah, bargains, the bargains.
1: Real Nerds
0: Technical Institute. <laughs> do
2: Does it come with a box of parts? <laughs> <you think? laughs> Guaranteed to come we, with the obligatory box of parts. We just Two give carburetors.
1: We give students a box of parts.
2: <laughs> Here's your box of parts. Now make, make it a bike.
1: <laughs> Here's my
0: Buell. Make it go. <laughs> Always one clutch ring short. <laughs> All right. So you started going to MMI. So how, how long you been going there for now?
2: Almost a year. Just short of a year here. And it's a. It's. Basically, they have it split into two halves. You have the core program, which is you work on everything, regardless of what you're going to go into. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the electives, which is the big Japanese for Harley and BMW.
1: Hmm. So do you go into this, do they assume a certain level of knowledge, or, or do they just start out, here's your ass. This is and a wrench. This is a wrench. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Never the twain shall meet. Basically, you go through six weeks of theory which weeds out anybody who just doesn't know anything. Mm. It, takes you from, it takes you from not knowing how the engine works to knowing at least what's going on with it. Mm. And that way you don't get into the regular classes and destroy everything.
1: <laughs> this makes just it go. Things. <laughs> this yeah. makes it go.
2: You don't try to put the clutch discs in with the hammer. They, Chuck, take they nuts. don't have hammers at the school. For just oh, what about this your
1: Euros. Front.
0: What
2: about vodka?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, That's the Euro
2: uh, elective. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I think they do have the Euro elective. It's in this uh, drainage ditch out by the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the model of the Ural actually the Ural
0: elective It was in 2001 there's one shirtless Russian with a big bushy mustache <laughs> came from factory with 32 horses not all are still alive
1: So you're halfway through this so you're you're into the uh, your specialization
2: yeah I am uh, I'm in the very last class which is high performance before you go and do electives. Oh, okay. And Oh, at, at, at that point, so two weeks from now, I will be in BMW.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, that's a three-month course. Mm-hmm. And then after that is Honda, which is a six-month course because in Honda, you do everything Honda makes. And that isn't a car. Oh, my. So, like, generators <laughs> and lawnmowers and, like... Yeah.
0: You
1: know, that would explain a lot about the dealerships
0: we I, see. So much more is coming clear to me now. Wow. Yes. That
1: that that makes so much more sense now when we go to the dealers. Yeah, and it's, like, it's all coming
0: together. Huh, yeah. so they mix it like that. So in the BMW classes, then do you get to learn? I mean, you haven't been there yet, but presumably you get to learn about the weird quirks of each one, like how to work on telelever and all the magic electronic gizmos.
2: Yeah, it's the same. It's pretty much the same line as the. Uh, all the classes are like that. That you learn all the little quirks that you wouldn't have learned in just the normal motorcycle class. Mm. The thing about BMW is you also go in and you learn, like, their computer systems, which is unique to them. Because uh. other than Harley-Davidson, which, is ha- which has some kind of computer system where you hook it up and it helps you diagnose the bike, but you still do all the work. Mm, okay. Whereas BMW, you hook it up to the computer and then magic German elves come out and diagnose your bike for you. <laughs> It's like the
1: menu button, but for mechanics. Yes. Oh, no. So if the magic elves can't fix the bike, the what elves, do they do? The elves
0: are getting away. Stop them.
1: <laughs> we have to call in the black helicopters to take it back to Bavaria.
2: It takes you three months to learn how to train those elves. <laughs> you learn the whipping
1: and the drumming. and You know what I find works is you kill one. As a warning to the rest. Oh, yeah, that's good. I like it. Right in front of Mm -hmm. them. Real slow with just the fingers around the neck and you just go Mm -hmm. like this and you twist and you twist and you twist and you
0: twist. Okay, Chuck, you're freaking me out now.
1: The vein is popping out in my forehead, isn't it? Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) Zach's like, uh... What did I do? Uh... (laughs) So so you go from BMW and their fancy computer systems to... uh, honda and their mowers so did you just pick that that the that the progression to go from bmw to
1: honda i mean what about like ducati and you know harley
2: i've never been a big harley fan okay so you you
1: picked out the manufacturers yeah you you pick out the manufacturers
2: that's that's the everybody has to go through the same core programs but after that you you can take all of them you can take none of them if you're an idiot you can do anything you want (laughs) i'm trying to imagine the none of them guy so what do you know how to work on uh, you know uh, everything
0: stuff
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah well, okay, well, what do you come out of after that first half, if you know just a general what do you what are you at that point
2: at that point, you are dangerous. <laughs> 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 well, fuck! I've already got that. It's my people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sign me
2: up. <laughs> I mean, when I when I went and talked with the uh, with the recruiter with the school, I asked him, "What do I what do I get? Like an MMI slash Honda certificate or what?" He's like, "No, we don't give out certificates for MMI. That's useless. You just get it from the manufacturer."
0: Oh, okay. oh that makes sense. So you become the official BMW tech, So You go to BMW shop, and they'll be like, "Do you have the magic paper thingy in German?" You'd be like, yes, I think so. It could also be a restaurant menu. Yeah.
2: I'm really it's, not sure. I paid a lot with, of money for this. It's stained with beer. <laughs> it, was, it was
0: real expensive. Why does it say "Sauerbraten" at the top? <laughs> Helga gave
2: it to me. That makes
0: it official. Mm.
2: Oh, those are the new 2014 bikes. You haven't heard of them yet. <laughs> <laughs> top secret. <laughs> Do you guys get to see stuff that, uh, that's coming down the pike? We get to hear about it because the instructors get to hear about it, and they uh, like to talk a lot since that's what they're paid to do.
1: Sure. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Pretty much what's coming down the line that they are allowed to talk about.
1: Mm. So are the instructors the manufacturers people, or are they MMIs people that go and, and get trained by the manufacturers?
2: The instructors are MMIs people. Okay. But then you have the manufacturer has representatives. They all come around and train the instructors. So sort of okay. a trickle-down learning system here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go into
0: the classes, and you're going to specific stuff about specific bikes. Do they, are classes, I'm trying to imagine, like, the like, fuel injection 101, here's how an injector works, monkeys. Or do they kind of cover, is there just, like, the BMW class, and you go to BMW class all day long, and they cover lots
2: of stuff? This is how the classes work there. You start out in theory, mm-hmm. and then once you're done with that, you go through... um you have eight courses that are in no particular order, and then you have two more. So the eight are you take machine shop, advanced, like using micrometers and stuff, which you wouldn't think that would have to be a class, but it is. It does. These people. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, please take the wrench out of your ass. <laughs> okay. So you've learned how to measure. You can do machine shop. They have, they have a class entirely devoted to tire changing because no one can change a tire.
0: I, I can't really argue with the notion of that. I fucking hate changing tires. Yeah,
2: changing tires is a pain in the yes. ass, So,
0: I I avoid it. The text of my class for changing tires would be, go to a shop with hydraulic machines and give the man the tire.
2: And it yes. bucks. <laughs> That's what the class teaches you, is get pneumatics. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you don't know, the little tire spoons and levers? You know? Do they make you do it with spoons first? Just to, oh, uh, God, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you
0: to change a tire?
2: Um, all day. <laughs>
0: wow, I'm better than
2: that. It only <laughs> yeah, took me the, four hours. <laughs> the very first Harley-Davidson tire I did was horrible. They make them out of solid steel or something. I don't know. I did jump up and down on that thing. <laughs> yeah, everyone should have to
0: change a tire with spoons once so that they appreciate the wonder of real tools that are good. I've
2: avoided I, it so far. It's. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be a radial, too. Anything less is cheating.
0: Oh, I don't know. Six six ply bias ones for sidecars. Oh, dude.
2: Oh, all right. Oh. That gets an exemption.
1: All, all the adventure books and adventure writing back, you know, motorcycle oh, magazines. They all talk about you got to change it with levers and yeah, and you got to
0: like... bring levers with you. Yeah. <laughs> bring a map of the nearest dealership. <laughs> you push the menu button. <laughs> yes. And then, a, and then a helicopter comes up and Zach drops out of it on a rope. <laughs> hey, like, you've got to! Oh shit! No, brew me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Push up the pneumatic machine up. up, up. <laughs> now I'm just thinking that Mission Impossible scene. He's just dangling down there. So the million dollar question in. Pun somewhat intended there. I mean, I got out of school with an IT degree during the dot com bust, so like You're they offered fucked. me mops. Yeah, I was screwed. So when you get out of MMI, what, what are the job prospects like? Do they actively recruit on campus or do you have to kind of just wing it?
2: They actively, well, it depends on which electives you go with and which manufacturers. BMW, you're essentially guaranteed employment because you come out of BMW as a tier one technician Mm -hmm. and BMW only hires technicians who are already tier one. And MMI is the only school in the country that can do that. Oh, So So, every
0: mechanic at a Beamer shop has been through there. Interesting. Yeah, pretty much. Good
1: choice. Is it hard to get into the BMW uh, segment?
2: it's you do have to meet certain uh all the other electives you just sign up for and go to them BMW you have to have a certain grade point average and attendance and that sort of thing a
1: girl in black leather and like tests you yes gives you quizzes
2: Via the BMW feels the fancy
1: program <laughs> <laughs> can you change this tire with spoons no
2: <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing about BMW is that nobody like it's it's the most strict class, and I guess because of that reputation, there aren't very many people who go through it, which is fine by me. That helps mm. me get a job. Yeah, mm. no
1: kidding. So, it's- what what made you pick Honda then
2: after BMW?
1: Was that just like you the, want to get truck. the Honda working?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <You want> get- <laughs> okay, that goes back to the fact that uh, that Honda dirt bike. I, because I've had I've had two off road vehicles that have run it all ever. One was that dirt bike for two hours, and another one is a Honda Recon 250 uh, utility four-wheeler, which I have abused so bad, but it still runs.
1: So this is all, like, personal interest.
2: Yeah, this was, this was just, well, I know Honda's good, so I might as well go for them. They ask you, why are
0: you taking the Honda course and you just point to the truck bed?
2: <laughs> you yeah. come in with a box of parts. Yeah. Because that.
1: <laughs> Can you get this working?
2: No! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tore that engine all the way down in the box. Mr. Every Honda last Bay bearing is pulled out.
1: Mr. Honda angry. <laughs> yes.
2: Honda would not approve of my methods. Many hammers and screwdrivers were sacrificed in splitting those cases. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember, Grasshopper, everything is a hammer. Unless it's a screwdriver, yes. in which case it's also a chisel. <laughs> I hope your BMW teacher doesn't hear this.
2: <laughs> they use Torx. They're not good for anything, except, you know, opening beers. Yeah, BMW. Uh, I'm I'm confident that nobody at the school will actually hear this, because very few people in the school are actually interested in working on motorcycles. Really? The, what, yeah, the vast one? majority of them are pretty much... Um, I guess you could call them the night shift at Hardee's, who decided they like motorcycles dog, and pretty much wait wait are Actually, you in a class
1: no. full of billies
2: yes oh that's, that's it because I guarantee the first day I got there it is just a sea of billies pulling out on the street <laughs> you're like am I at the right school what the what up bro you can get lost in the jixer 750s with no upper fairing <laughs>
0: That's awesome! <laughs> oh man, you see, though, I just trying to imagine going to a motorcycle dealership to get your bike worked on, and there's a bunch of Gixxers with with no upper fairing. You're like, uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> just sell me some tools. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're saying the first six weeks is like a theory class.
2: Yeah, the first six weeks is, uh, they basically, they take you from, this is how internal combustion works, this is why we need to work, and then these are the parts that may, that compensate for all of its shortcomings to make the right. motorcycle work. Right, so this is the weeding out part.
1: Yeah. How how many, what, what's the percentage of Billies that make it through that?
2: Um, I'd say... If we, uh, My class started with about 60 and dropped down to 40 when we were done. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they are weeding it out. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, there's a big jump that some people just do not understand between riding motorcycles and fixing motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. They say, yeah, I like motorcycles as if it's all one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those and are they, the guys who drop out on the second day. And these guys are just like... What's up, bro? Bro, I'm gonna work in a dealer and get everything at cost. yes, they they screw this, walk out of the parking lot, throw on their sunglasses, hop on their hop on their with the T-shirt on, and take off down the streets as fast as they can go.
0: <laughs> they wanted me to do math. Ah!
2: <laughs> oh there's a bike we have to fix. Oh customers yes. <laughs> Well, he won't be paying since he just got smooshed by a semi. <laughs> all right. Now, I'm curious, oh, This is what I'm
1: curious about what and I'm, if you're not comfortable talking about it, that's cool. What's what's it cost to go to MMI?
2: MMI costs a solid 30 to 35 grand. If you want to take if you want to take any classes, they're worth their salt of the electives. Like if you go through and just do Suzuki and Yamaha, you might as well not have gone through it all because <laughs> Those, I mean, they're good, but you're not going to be working on just Suzuki and Yamaha at a dealership.
1: Hmm. Plus, if you know, if you, you're Suzuki, you'll be competing against every V-Strom monkey out there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Probably knows more than you. Fetch, fetch my repair vodka. <laughs> okay, so so it's not entirely unlike other kinds of college, where if you specialize in, I'm just totally going to throw out something randomly. If you specialize in C++ programming and multimedia production at a time when Java is coming out and there's a giant bust, you might not get a job when you get out.
1: Wow, that sounds like the two most useless things to specialize ever. Yes, but
0: you might someday be a podcaster. (laughs) That's oddly specific. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is.
2: (laughs) So, bad choices equal bad jobs. Makes sense. Well, you'll be glad to hear that... uh, I got I was going to go to the University of Central Florida for electrical engineering, but right. I missed the deadline for the paperwork, so I said, eh, screw it. And then I went to MMI almost two weeks later.
1: Interesting. So you were yeah. like an EE guy go and then you decided to become a mechanic for beavers. Yeah. For beaters. Which is
2: by the way, the best skill you can have if you want to do professional motorcycle repair is electrical study your electrics ahead of time. That's what everybody has problems with. hmm yeah. You got in there, you're like eh electrons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Electrons of <are> my bitch. <laughs> it's it's simple stuff too like if you know how to work on a 1980s Toyota, you know how to do all these tests, but apparently it eludes some people or most people.
1: Yeah, I I when I was uh working I I went to uh junior college night class just to you know take classes be smart and i no no, no I, I took uh, automotive electronics oh okay i was taking automobile mechanics just on the side sure and uh the automotive electronics you know is like 101 mm-hmm. and it was filled with billies. Car, car billies car billies mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know they would give us these little circuit board things to work with mm-hmm. wow <laughs> yeah, i never liked breadboards much Electronics was not their for <laughs> So
0: do they get that kind of in-depth with the motorcycle electronics? I mean, will they give you, like, various parts and be like, make a working headlight system
2: go? Uh, not really. This is how they split electronics into two halves. You have basic electrical, which is how electricity works. Yeah. yeah. And then That's you the have advanced. Industry. Yeah. advanced electrical is you go on the bike and you figure out why the starter won't engage, why the headlight won't turn on, you know, that sort of deal. Question 1 you know, is troubleshooting? Question
1: 2 has it been near Chuck? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Question 3 where is vodka? <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, that's cool. So, so now as you're going through the school, do you just go straight to classes or do they have like deals where you do co-op kind of stuff with dealers or shops? Do people can people bring their bikes in and I'm going to regret asking this but allow the students to fix them? Um, well, yeah, like you go to
1: haircutting school and you can Yeah, right, $2 same idea. It's like the
0: haircut school. Yeah.
2: Apparently it used to be that way. Um <laughs> 5 years ago I know for sure it was that way you could bring in you could bring in your bike and run it on the dyno that the school has mm. but something happened probably with their insurance to the point to where now you can't do that anymore uh. <laughs> I'm imagining like the hair cutting school but with a bike Something yes, knowing, happened. Knowing my fellow classmates, that is a good rule. We should keep it that way.
1: <laughs> Somebody named Billy went in one night with.
0: <laughs> and the crater is still there. <laughs> All right. So, Zach, Zach, where are you thinking you're going to try to move to and be at a Beamer dealership? Are you going to stay there in uh, Florida or are going to go for like somewhere
2: exotic? I'm probably going to move to North Carolina. But you know, wherever I go, it won't be Florida or California. 'Cause those are the, the you're guaranteed to get a job and you're guaranteed to get paid five dollars an hour. Oh. Because everybody and their brother wants to be a motorcycle technician in Florida and California.
1: How about elsewhere? What's what's kind of rates do you get as a level one tech?
2: It pretty Two, much one. goes the farther north you go, the better pay you get.
0: Oh, but you only get to work so much of the year, although I guess if you're doing yeah. Honda you can work on snow machines. Do they
2: make snow machines? I don't know. I've never seen a Honda
0: snow machine. I have no idea. Well, if you learn to work on bombardiers, too, you'll be in good shape. Yeah, that'll be the day. <laughs> well, then you could work on spiders, too. You'd be like, everything. What do you got? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about complicated yeah. electronics.
1: That's, you're, you already say that now, and it doesn't matter what somebody shows you.
0: Well, I've gotten to the point now where I've messed with enough shitty bikes <laughs> that I can look at it and pretty much understand how it works.
1: Well, you should go to MMI.
0: Or doesn't work, as the case may be. <laughs> This is how it doesn't work.
1: <laughs> Show up at MMI on the strum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They'll all be like, huh? <laughs> but that's, that's one of the things that they try and convince you is when you, mm-hmm. like, if you go to MMI, that's the only way you can get a job. And maybe for BMW that's partially true, but for the rest of them, you can get the same education if you just dump 30 grand in used bikes and take them all apart and put them all back together.
1: Mm. Mm. Makes sense. What about uh, Ducati? Do they have a program there, and is it pretty Um, complex?
2: Ducati doesn't have a program at MMI. They had one at WyoTech, but uh, that's going under, so don't count on it. (laughs) So don't buy a Ducati. (laughs) Sorry. uh, Don't be looking for technical schools if you want to be a Ducati technician. How about that? Sorry,
0: Sorry, Charlie. (laughs) Bad news. Labor rates on your multi are about to go up. (laughs) Well, cool, Zach. Thanks so much for talking with us tonight. This has been uh,
2: pretty cool. Hey, no yeah, problem. Cool. Any local dealers or anything you want to give a plug to? No, being a dirt bike guy, I've never been to a dealership. <laughs> <laughs> As
1: evidenced by the pile of parts in
0: the back of his truck. But
1: one day he will be a BMW dealership not... with a
0: pile of parts in the back of his truck <laughs> and not talking. I'll about have to built
1: me. them into a trophy by then. A trophy to ignorance. He will walk by me and not talk to me just like the rest of the BMW people. <laughs> that's part of the training, Chuck. Damn it. <laughs> All right.
2: Thanks, guys.
0: You know, I, I got to say I would not have thought of going to a motorcycle mechanic school. But then again, I didn't really know I was going to be into motorcycle mechanics until I was neck deep in parts. <laughs> so I can I can relate. I kind of thought about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Just because that's the best way I learn is in a classroom kind of environment. Sure. Yeah. So, but then I'm like, I have a job and stuff.
0: Yeah. I got one of these, uh, you know, jobs and responsibilities. It's kind of cool. It sounds like he's got a head screwed on straight about it too. Cause I could totally see, you know, the, these kind of tech schools. You always have the guys he's describing these super billies. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to go here. And if I go here, I can tell my mom and dad that I'm at school. And they'll let me keep living in the basement. And I'll totally just work on bikes and <laughs> chicks will dig it. Chicks dig it. I'll be at the Dairy Queen. Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Chicks at the Chevron. No, that's cool.
0: I like it. Yeah, I dig it. I like I like the way they're going about it too. If you are if you're gonna do a trade school, make it an actual trade. Learn the real world stuff. Like BMWs, like Honda mechanics that work on everything, including the mowers. That explains so much about oh the Oh, my God. They, they, it's all coming together. That, Everyone who works in the dealership had to take the Weed Whacker course, too. That one Honda dealer here in town, the oh Honda God, world. I hate them so much. Now it makes sense. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> totally. Like, the whole picture comes in. How about these bikes? Oh, the they're, uh, that one has two wheels. And,
1: yeah, uh, two uh, wheels. Uh, what? You have a V-Strom? What's that? What? what? What's a V-Strom? <laughs> I usually do snowmobiles. I, I don't understand.
0: I that. do <laughs> Oh boy! Do, do you want do you want a new mower? I have a mulching one. How about a snowblower?
1: We should go in and ask. Do you guys have snowblowers? <laughs> We're real curious. So I I I got the closeout email for motorcycle gear. Okay, I, I yep, wanted to yep. share this one.
0: Okay, Speed and Strength. Have you heard of these guys? Mm, yeah, yeah. They're kind of like the, aren't they the? Uh, They're one of those kind of like pineapple brands of, you know. They strike me as sort
1: of a a startup low-end icon. Like a wannabe icon? Yeah, a wannabe icon. So they're they're closing out this uh, particular jacket.
0: What? The Speed and Strength Power and Glory Armored Hoodie. Armored Hoodie. Now, on principle, I have to say the notion of a motorcycle jacket with a hood is fucking dumb because you should be wearing a helmet. (laughs) Um. This is a cotton poly blend. Frame. Frame. removable armor. Removable is... CE approved shoulder and elbow protectors. You're wearing a hoodie with armor. Hoodie with armor <laughs> and premium 3D embroidered art. <laughs> they were looking for features on this one. You can tell these guys as they're writing this were like, how, what, what have you, I, I'm just, I'm trying to imagine actually the, the conversation between the boss and the buyer when this showed up in a box and somebody pulls it out of the box and they're like, what the fuck did you buy? <laughs> what? Is this shit? Uh, yeah. I like how it's kind of a hoodie, but it's lined with a nylon mesh, kind of like a motorcycle jacket.
1: Yeah. So it
0: takes a fraction of a second more to rip. (laughs) I am absolutely baffled because, Uh, you know, the notion of something comfy with armor makes perfect sense. Except for one major problem. Yes? It's made of cotton poly blend. It's going to last four inches on the pavement.
1: (laughs) Well, you you know what this is made for? This is made for the uh, the kickstand club when they fall over in the Chevron parking lot. Oh, good point.
0: Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> would be great for gas station tip-overs. <laughs> oh, no. oh, thank God I was wearing my armor. So what? they have this video, Buy Speed and Strength, that, that has cool guy music. Now, my favorite part about this video is the expression of the guy wearing the hoodie. <laughs> As you can tell that he's like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, the, the sales guy, you can tell he's reaching, coup. The sales guy is trying real hard. He's like, and, and it's armor and... And that's cool. It's safe, and 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 under thumb 100, holes under hundred bucks. The kids like thumb holes, Chuck. Buy it. Thumb Wh- what's holes.
1: with the, the what, uh, why uh, why why thumb holes? So th- this is so th- they expect their 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 market to not even wear gloves. No helmet, no gloves. That's who's wearing this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just going
0: to throw this. To <sighs> it's on closeout. <laughs> <laughs> you know who bought this hoodie? Nobody. You could tell from the write-up from the motorcycle gear guys
1: that they're just kind of like going –
0: They're like, well, uh, here's this thing. Uh, You can
1: pull the armor out and wear it under a real jacket. uh (laughs) Or you could – yep. 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 (laughs) Wow. Uh, Who the hell thought that was a good idea? Speed and strength.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm feeling really strongly inclined toward their gear now. I mean, Arrow Stitch, fuck those guys. They they have lame gear. If only I could have a hoodie with armor in the elbows, then I would be cool. Uh, wow, that's just that's that's a horrible. I feel dumber having looked at this product. That's horrible. It's that's, really horrible. I I listeners, don't be tempted. I I just I just I, I I don't I don't I don't know. Sure to be very popular at MMI. <laughs> With the people who quit after the third day.
1: <laughs> now, how am I going to pay for my fucking hoodie, man? I can't work at his
2: shop!
0: <laughs> so, Hiram sent us an email. Hey guys, I don't know if you've seen this, but for 2013, Kawasaki is replacing the Ninja 250R with this new Ninja 300. It looks a lot more aggressive. It's 299cc, has fuel injection, and a wider rear tire than the 250, but three inches shorter in length than the 250. It also has an ABS model. MSRP is about 500 bucks more than the 2012 Ninja 250. So that's what, 3,500? No, it's it's like 4 and and a half. half, 4,500. Yeah, forty five hundred. That does look pretty cool. It looks fairly badass, I have to say. the uh, The notion of shorter, with you know, I don't know what the suspension's like on it. If it's like the Ninja two fifty, where it's ass, yeah. but a shorter, slightly more powerful Ninja two fifty. That thing is going to be a fucking hoot to ride. Yeah, I think it's going to turn like nobody's business. Kawasaki has noticed that Honda has made one. <laughs> yes, they're like ours is is, is fifty more dicks <laughs> ass. You we suck, Honda. We've had this market for 20 years. What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> Get the
1: fuck out. Piss off.
0: I do, I do like the looks of it, though. Yeah, it's got a much more, I don't know, rare kind of look. Aggressive is a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, it looks more like it would fit in with the other bikes. It's got all, it's got all the little cues that
1: like say, like,
0: I'm a high-end bike. It yeah. says
1: in that voice, though. Well, it definitely says, hi, I know it's the year 2012. Versus my old 250, we said, hi. What's up, dogs? It's groovy out.
0: (laughs) Let's go catch the newest Back to the Future. Totally rad to the max. Reagan rules. (laughs) We can hope we see more small ones like this. James and I last week actually talked about Honda's 500 series of bikes. They've got got a 500cc engine. They're swapping into a bunch. A naked, a sport, a ugly... Quasi adventure.
1: I wonder if Kawasaki will bring back their 500. I don't know. Is there going to be like a the small size war? The small size war. I, I'm I'm wondering how the market... I mean, the used market for bikes like this is explosive. Insanity. Yeah, yeah.
0: But for I mean, 4500. 4500 starting to get into the not like just you know noob lit bike price anymore. You know somewhere mm. feels like somewhere around like three to three and a half is like the magic zone. Yeah. I mean, especially considering you get one that's barely been used for two. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. You
0: can get, yeah. you know, you get a nice used one for two, two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean. I mean, the used ones eventually have to. Somebody at some point bought it new, right? Yep. So
1: they've got to trickle down. Yeah.
0: yeah. But
1: they're, they're not going to trickle down if they don't sell new. The meth actors mm-hmm. aren't
0: going to bring them here if they don't sell new. I've actually had a surprisingly large number of students who were talking about buying new Ninja 250s the last year. Uh-huh. Partly because I think the new Ninja 250 looks pretty badass. Well, yeah. It looks like a modern it's, bike It's now. both acceptable in terms of it looks cool and it's acceptable in terms of they know it's actually a smart bike to buy. Yeah. So, you know, I, I applaud them for making a smart bike cool. And a bike market has to be there
1: because Honda's jumping into it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we know in Europe and fuck India. hmm I'm just having this brain vision of dudes in India. Rolling
0: around on these things. Well, you know, Bajaj actually markets the Ninja 250 in India. And it's their, like, top-of-the-line Luxo barge bike. That's what I'm thinking. It's like... (laughs) He's crazy!
1: (laughs) Jump on the back of my bike, baby.
0: So Charlie (laughs) writes, you can make Chuck a fursus. What? A fursus! Get it? All I worry about is that he'll coordinate gear as usual. He will be that mascot. Where is this email coming from? It's coming from Charlie. But why a fursus? Because a Fursus would be awesome.
1: What do you mean it would be awesome? Remind me, what what is he referring to? I don't even remember.
0: Well, uh, remember the fur bike? No. Yes. No. (laughs) No. He basically uh, uh, sends me an email every day. He's like, have you made Chuck's bike into a Fursus yet? Do you need help making Chuck's bike into a Fursus? You know what? I'm flying in. Pick me up so I can make Chuck's bike a Fursus. Fuck you, Charlie. (laughs) I'm thinking a blue Fursus would be pretty sweet. We are not doing a a versus. I don't need your help. All I need to do is be able to break into your garage and that's not too hard. Or I know where you work. No. No, no,
1: no. No, there's no furring happening. No. I'm not a furry. Okay. Keep telling yourself that. I'm not a furry. Just let it out, Chuck. Shut up. Fuck you, Charlie. (laughs) I'm going to make you regret that. Daniel writes... Todd, I'm wondering how that Falstaff jacket is working out. I wore mine today on a little 200-mile jaunt and still love it.
0: I am digging the hell out of mine. I just love that thing. I wish I had pants that were as good as it. I wish you just had pants. Well, story of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the jacket, it's... The weird thing about it is you get it and it's really solid and crispy and you're like, Jesus, this thing is crazy. It's like wearing a, you know, like a, (laughs) like a small house. Yeah. But then as the heat heats up, you know, it gets in the sun a little bit, starts to loosen up and kind of mold itself to your frame. Gets totted. Gets totted. Oh, it's very totted. It's got a little bit of odor about it already. Um, (laughs) Because it's cotton and it holds it. But uh, yeah, it just gets better and better with time. It really is great. The collar is still just the nicest collar I've ever had on a jacket. I'm a little iffy about the way the sleeves. The sleeves have those things where there's the gusset and you do the zipper up them to close it. Yeah. I'm kind of iffy on those. I'm, I'm, I Sometimes if you do them wrong, like air gets in there. Okay. Yeah. Like when you don't want air in there, like yeah. when it's cold. Yeah. But in terms of general comfort and convenience, it's great. I keep finding pockets. I think I've got them all now. <laughs> but... <laughs> so are you thinking about the pants? Oh, I'm thinking real hard about the pants. I'm thinking I might get the pants and I'm kind of trying to decide... Between the Falstaff pants and the Darian pants. So two things occurred to me. One, the Darian pants are cheaper and I'm a cheap bastard. Two, the pants are going to be close to the ground and get snow on them all the time. Yeah. You know? So I'm worried like maybe the Falstaff pants would end up, you know, soaking up kind of thing. That said, I've been in ridiculous rainstorms with the Falstaff and I've never been wet I am wet and so excited.
1: getting you on those leather and fur aviator caps mm-hmm. with goggles. Yeah.
0: That's that's so happening. I won't get you any leather but I'll get you lots of fur.
1: <laughs> no. No fur. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, <God damn> it!
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm digging the Falstaff jacket. It, it is wicked awesome. I'm really tempted to get the pants, although the thing I'm thinking Aristitch doesn't do is they don't do suspenders on the pants. They have like clippy suspenders and I want to call them up be like, look, can you put like metal buttons on for me to get a pair of like the Duluth Trading Company suspenders? Duluth sells pop rivets. You can... Put on, Put on any pants. Yeah. Yeah. I saw those, but I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to make the holes in it. I'd rather have arrow stitch do it. But I guess maybe in a wax cotton, think... it doesn't matter. Does it? I don't think it'd be too bad. No. Well, yeah. And so I thought that, that I was like thinking. You I'd know, be Just like,
1: get your, your sewing on, punch a little hole. And...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and if it's wax cotton, that's easy to do.
1: Yeah. It's not like it's going to hurt it. Yeah. 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 Cause the pop rivets from Duluth, they, they look pretty easy to do. Mm-hmm. You just hammer them. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing I was thinking is I could just order it from Duluth Trading Company and I'd be like, they'd be like, where do you want to send it? I'm like, AeroStitch. And they're like, where's that? I'm like, down the fucking street. <laughs> you know what? Walk it over. <laughs> Put the
1: rivets in for me. Why don't you just call AeroStitch and ask him to walk down there and pick well, some up? Well, that's true. Yeah, I, need, I,
0: want, I want some suspenders from Duluth Trading Company with the pop rivets. And there'd be at least one guy there, some big fat guy with red suspenders, just like,
1: oh, I know them, I like them a lot. <laughs>
0: He'll just be like, all right, hold on a second. Yo, Joe! (laughs) Let me roll up. Let me open the window. Hey! (laughs) Hey, you guys got some green suspenders over there. Yeah, bring them over. We'll give you some coffee. (laughs) Yay for you. And the part of Duluth that Aero Stitch's factory is in is decidedly (laughs) sketchball.
1: I like Duluth Trading Company.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They got nice stuff. I want to get one of their shop aprons.
1: I keep thinking of buying a pair of their fire hose pants. Yeah. And compare them to the Carhartts. Mm-hmm. See. Uh, yeah. See if they're as comfy and protecty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh One more email mm-hmm. from Eric. Well, I was trying to listen to the pace, but they took a rare. Air quotes. Week off. So what was I to do? I remember James and or Chris mentioning a couple guys in Utah. Funny what you can Google. Is that the Google
0: Maps fan outside the window? Shh.
1: Anyways, please stop getting me in trouble. I work in a dark room with people that don't speak, and I am drawing some dirty looks for breaking the silence with chuckles, giggles, and the occasional snort. Keep up the good work, nerds. Is he a monk?
0: Uh, he could be just a programmer. Mm, he could I, be a nuclear engineer.
1: I think he's a priest working in a confessional.
0: <laughs> he's sitting there listening to confessional. Forgive me, Father, for I have seen <laughs> Billy. <laughs> what? That, that's three Hail Marys. <laughs> three, three Hail Marys. It blew! <laughs>
1: What have you learned this week,
0: Todd? Our father who art in heaven, (laughs) hallowed be thy not stolen. (laughs) What have you learned?
1: I've learned that I might possibly kind of might be cursed.
0: Mm Hmm. That's a lot of equivocation for someone who is clearly as cursed as you are. Shut up. And that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week.